The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome, everyone. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. Today, we're talking about something very exciting, cancer care ministry. We have something called Our Journey of Hope. You'll learn all about it on the program today. Percy, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited. I'm alive. And we are going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cancer care and cancer care in ministries and churches. Is there a biblical mandate for cancer care? Absolutely. The Word of God gives us something that helps us to understand the fact that when we begin to talk about the sick, when we begin to talk about the disenfranchised, the Word of God has told us that when we do this to the least of them, we have done this unto him. And so today, we're going to talk about how we can be better equipped and prepared to support those who are struggling with sickness and disease and specifically cancer in our local church and our community. We can say that that's true, but are we following through on that? And that's what our journey of hope is all about, to give churches a, a method of follow through. Absolutely. I think that it's it's really difficult to ask somebody to do the what and first until we help them understand the why. So we need to understand the why, and then we're going to tell them how. So again, we're not just going to tell people you should be supporting people in your churches. We're going to tell them why they should be doing that. Then we're going to tell them how to do it. We've got the need and the solution here today, don't we? Yes, sir. Take us to Scripture. Jeremiah 29. Yep, our spiritual nugget for the day is a good one. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Verse 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. This scripture reminds me, if you don't mind, Wayne, of an old TV show uh, with Robert Young called Father Knows Knows Best. Best. And at the end, of each 30-minute episode, whatever the, the issue was, whatever the dynamic was, Robert Young came with a solution for his family because he was the father and father knew best. God is our father. He knows best and he knows the plans that he has for us. And it doesn't even take him a 28-minute episode That's to do That's correct, it. my friend. <laughs> I love that. Well, you are director of faith-based programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, as I said earlier. So this is right in the heart of what you do, isn't it? It is. With respect to that, again, uh, over the tenure of time that, that I've had the, the awesome privilege of being able to support patients and their caregivers at the bedside in a clinical environment uh, through the rigors of cancer and, and all that goes with that, I have been allowed to provide spiritual support in that context. And because we now know and understand and that data helps us to be begin to embrace the fact that spirituality and religion and, and the practices of faith has a strong component of support that allows patients and their caregivers to be encouraged, to be nurtured, and to be inspired through the negative uh, elements that they experience. Um, I went forth and believed that God was really asking me to start something different and unique, and that was to begin to create a resource and a relationship with the faith community that would empower them to do that inside of their local churches beyond just prayer, worship service, and our typical spiritual practices, which are all needed and necessary, but something that was very practical and pragmatic around understanding and being able to speak to patients and their caregivers. And so we started a program called Our Journey of Hope. Typically in churches, and this is very important, we pray for the sick. 
But beyond prayer, are we answering that prayer? Are we becoming part of their lives and helping them? Are we becoming the hands and feet of Jesus? I think is a better way to frame that and yeah. to create a, a visual. And I, I think that uh, notwithstanding certain congregations and communities, the answer by and large is not as much as we could. I think that we can do a better job. And I think that research and data uh, helps to support the idea that, quite frankly, many pastors and spiritual leaders, though they have good intentions of wanting to do more, they don't have any real resources. They don't have real insight and information that will equip them to do that with any confidence. They may already be stretched to the max. And of course, as we know, uh, all churches and pastors are very busy and they're addressing many, many issues. But this now really becomes a crucial priority that we've got to put uh, at the top of the list of things that we want local churches to respond to. Because number one, Wayne, uh, one third of the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ was to the sick. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that we, we, we make note of that. When we read the Synoptic Gospels, by and large, Jesus was addressing the maladies and physical conditions of his day, whether it be, uh, you know, the lady, the woman that had the issue of blood, whether it be someone that had leprosy, whatever the dynamic was, Jesus responded. He was there to provide support and to re- to provide some sort of, of relief, if you will, to the issues of physical sickness and disease. And I think that the local church can do more, can be more if they had better resources and I think a relationship with a clinical community and environment that they felt partnered with them and believed in them. It would be the rare church that's not touched in some way by cancer. I would suggest at this point, based upon what I've learned from pastors and churches, there are no churches that are not impacted mm. and touched by yeah, that. It I can't wonder be. if that wouldn't be true. And so we need to be doing something. At the end of the day, we I think it is a mandate. We have a moral obligation to be equipped and prepared to respond to the needs of those inside and outside of our local congregations and their caregivers. And of course, being able to do that uh, with regard to knowledge and information, the word of God tells us that my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Hmm. But we're, we are we are changing the tide on that because we are going to fill that gap of, of, of lack of knowledge with good evidence-based resources that will equip any local church and any pastor to go out and really address this issue with confidence on a consistent basis. You'll learn more about what we call our journey of hope on today's program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Stay tuned. Much more to come. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Before we go any further, let me urge you to go to our website and download the free resource, Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church. You'll learn a lot about what we're talking about today, our journey of hope. So look for Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church at healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, Percy, let's let's talk about this need for churches to get involved with cancer care patients. Well, the need is really driven around and, and really cemented in our thinking from a, a logical perspective based upon the fact that we did an informal sort of study, if you will, in talking with uh, churches and pastors who represented a cross-section of the United States of America and began to ask about uh, things related to health care and needs that they have to address. And the three major categories that, that they referenced was the fact that uh, the time that really becomes uh, pulled upon and, and desire from them the support of local membership is, is needs addressing the issue of relational marital dynamics, hmm. finances, you know, mm-hmm, debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the third category was health care specific to cancer. And so uh, out of that, uh, a few more probing questions help to reveal the fact that there are many pastors who are desiring to respond more appropriately. But again, a lack of resources that was not available to them. And they would go out and, you know, by ad hoc, haphazardly kind of search the web to try to piecemeal together what they thought would be information that will provide them uh, a mechanism to respond and speak uh, with with a little more confidence and authority to the subject of cancer with members of their churches. But what also was discovered within the framework of that is that the resources was not necessarily geared toward the audience of people and the philosophical school of thought that they embrace, which, of course, is faith. And so uh, from that, you know, and, and we already were aware of the fact that there, there's a need here. We, we've had many cancer patients who've already suggested that to us, that it helped us to kind of really drill into the fact that we need to create a very specific type of resource available to the faith community that, number one, is speaking to the philosophical orientation of this community, that God is a huge part of who they are, their faith is important to them, the Word of God is a is a guiding force in what they ascribe to, and how do we connect the principles, the thoughts, the ideology of God back to good health and wellness from a practical perspective and created a program called Our Journey of Hope. And I would think that one of the first steps is just getting churches to talk about this and feel comfortable talking about this. Well, that's the very first thing. And believe it or not, there are still churches and leaders who are still somewhat reluctant to have that kind of open dialogue and conversation. Again, cancer historically has created uh, what I'd like to call uh, the wall of silence. Again, I'm, I'm not really sure what I should say. I'm not really sure how I should say it. So the best thing to do is, because I don't want to say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. I don't want to give inaccurate information, is that I'll just kind of go silent. Anything. That's right. exactly right. So there's radio silence. And again, it's by default because of lack of confidence of feeling assured, number one, and I think this is important, to feel that there is a good, healthy relationship between the world of faith and the principles of faith and the world of medicine and science. I've been doing this a long time, Wayne, and what I know, there is still somewhat of, of this tension 
distinction between the philosophical idea of medicine and science mm-hmm. and the philosophical idea of faith and God, and are they in conflict with each other? And there is a mutual uh, relationship that both can have in a way that is beneficial for the person who's at the center of this. I like to describe it this way, as a colleague told me. Many people of faith struggle with uh, the world of medicine and science and their faith community because they feel like a child in a custody battle between a mom and a dad who is fighting for full custody of who gets to control what happens to that child because they love both. They want to be healthy. They want to listen to their doctor. They want to believe in the process of the health community, but they also want to be true to their faith and their pastor. And we need to have both of those individuals talking and communicating with each other. And we've created what I'd like to believe is a bridge of the world of medicine and science to connect with the world of faith and God in a way that they are mutually beneficial and respectful. hand in hand, no question about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to put a handle on this, we call it our journey of hope. So let's get real basic here. What is our journey of hope? Okay, very quickly. Our Journey of Hope is a free, spiritually-based cancer care curriculum designed to help equip faith-based leaders, churches, uh, laity to begin to start developing cancer care ministries inside of their local church. We address eight basic topics that cover grounds of conversation around understanding your enemy. What is cancer? What is the big one of the biggest areas that I think that is keeping cancer in a at least in a perceived place of victory and strength is the fact that the average person is just ignorant of what cancer is and what the basic moving uh, elements of cancer is. So we're addressing that in this training. We also help people to understand caring for the caregiver. You cannot really care for the cancer patient unless you really also understand how to care for their caregiver. So we're helping people to understand how to uh, also empower both elements of the individuals who are engaged in that fight. Uh, We're talking about dynamics about hospital visitation and how to do that effectively. Things that will help people to understand around nutrition and the balance of eating and dietary practices. Again, these are real practical subjects, but misunderstood or ignored uh, subjects that the average person is not talking about. And certainly inside of our local churches is not a focal point of discussion or understanding from a support perspective. Let me take you back. Did I hear you use the word free? Absolutely. The training is absolutely free of charge. We uh, provide training at some of our regional sites throughout the United States where we uh, simply will provide to you the ability to have our curriculum. Uh, We provide you with DVDs, uh, a workbook, and a manual. We will provide you all of the resources and all of the equipment that will be needed for you to take back to your local local church and begin. And then there's an on a plethora of online resources that again are all free available to those who are trained on how to make uh, banners, uh, uh, bulletin inserts, any and everything that will be necessary for you to follow up and begin to actually start executing this ministry inside of the four walls and outside of the four walls of one's local church. Many churches are adopting this. Are you seeing some evidence of success? We are. As a matter of fact, the numbers that I can quote with confidence, we are now somewhere in the neighborhood of a little bit over 400 churches that have actually been trained with the Our Journey of Hope curriculum that I've just mentioned to you. Somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1,300, 1,400 
1,500 people have actually gone through one of the training uh, environments to learn how to be an effective cancer care minister inside of their local churches. So we know that this is, has been and is an effective program. And we now have uh, pastors and churches that I've met from Africa, from the United Kingdom, from Singapore, and other parts of the of the world now that are asking for some element of support with the Our Journey of Hope program that will allow them to go back and begin to address this issue inside of their congregation. Is it usually one key person in the church that catches this vision? You know, interestingly enough, it typically starts that way. Uh, it is my belief that there are more than one individual sitting inside of a long local church because typically what happens you have individuals who have been impacted by cancer either as a family member who's passed away or someone who has survived a bout of cancer but no one really thought that there was a viable way to really create a ministry out of this because again it, it's it's not perceived as your kind of atypical uh, ministry offering per se and so someone has to kind of spearhead and kind of ignite and light that fuse to say listen we can rally ourselves around being able to do this as as a unified group with some insight and some instruction, and we can actually begin to start reaching out to those in and outside of our congregations. And so typically one person kind of ignites that, but there's typically one or two people that are sitting there who have some type of intimate experience mm-hmm. with cancer looking for an opportunity to be able to express their thoughts, their feelings, and how they can speak to that community. Well, Percy, we have just these few minutes on the radio today, but as a follow-up, we want our listeners to get a copy, a downloadable copy copy of Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church. Now, this is free. You can download it from our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and we would be delighted to share this with you. Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church, available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And there's more coming up on this week's edition with Percy McRae from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We're talking about our journey of hope. And let's talk more about how this works. So someone comes to one of our regional centers and is trained. Do they go back home and train others then? Yeah, the idea here is ideally we would love to have as many senior pastors or leaders uh, attend the training with an additional representative of their local church, someone who theoretically they could hand over the actual execution 
function uh, of the ministry once they have gotten back to their local churches. We do understand that senior pastors are very busy, typically uh, tied up doing many different things. But the the point here is that we need and want the senior pastor to to be able to understand, absorb, and take ownership of the vision of this and cast that vision in his local church. And then from there, the idea is either the senior pastor or the representative of the local church that comes, then we'll go back to the local church and actually train others or train or train Sure. That's exactly right. To begin to engage the laity of the local church. And let me explain who the laity is. There are typically people sitting inside of local churches who are nurses, former people who have worked in the healthcare community, who may have had some type of experience intimately with a family or oh, friend of with course, cancer. They have some expertise That's already. A, yeah, but they don't want to sing in the choir. They don't want to be a parking lot attendant. They don't want to be a greeter at the front door. This is a tailor-made type of ministry for people with those type of burdens. I had thought about that. And experiences that are just looking for a way to express their gift inside of the local church. So begin to they can begin to seek out those individuals who have a heart for cancer and cancer care and the, the struggles of, of the cancer community. Those individuals would be recruited, trained, and then they will rise up and be raised up to go out into the community and the local churches and their local hospitals and begin to engage cancer patients and begin to support them right there where they they are. Wouldn't it be wonderful to see an army of people raised up in the church to accomplish this? It would be profound. And let me give you an example of a church that's doing just that. Uh, this is a church uh, just outside of Oklahoma City. Pastor John Pickens, who's a former pastor, belongs to a, a relatively large church of about uh, close to 5,000 members. And his daughter died of uh, cancer. And as a result, uh, he felt led by he and his wife that they needed to learn more about how to support cancer patients as a result of what they went through. Went through the Our Journey of Hope training, went back to their local church, and then introduced this to their pastor and to their senior leadership. Well, the senior leadership of the local church decided that because of the prevalence and the pervasiveness of cancer, either now or potentially in the future, that every cell group leader of that local church is now being trained with the Our Journey of Hope program. Close to 1,200 people, I believe the number is right now. They created a video. They played the story of the Pickens. And they've made an appeal to the entire church. They played for all three of their morning services, saying that we are going to now adopt the Our Journey of Hope curriculum. And we're going to train every sale group leader because potentially those are the under shepherds, uh, under the, the head shepherd of the congregation that's in touch with, you know, 10 or 15 people at a time of the local church. And theoretically, when they are addressing the issues of cancer, those cell group leaders will be equipped with the principles of our journey of hope to properly and adequately support cancer patients inside of that church. But does this work equally well with a small church? As well. So conversely, let's talk about a small church because I often have uh, individuals who will who will begrudge the fact, well, I have a small, tiny church and the program is designed for larger churches or for smaller churches. You work with the population that you have, you work, you start where you are. So again, if you're a smaller congregation, that's fine. And then you begin to look for ways to engage cancer patients. And I would encourage local churches to think about there are not just cancer patients inside of your church, but outside of your church. Mm. You make the appeal to your community. Mm -hmm. You begin to make yourself available to your local hospital organization. And you begin to find cancer patients and make yourself available. So churches small or large 
can utilize and execute and implement the Our Journey of Hope curriculum right where they are. All right, someone listening right now, hopefully many people listening right now, are ready to take the next step. What do they do now? The next step is to go to the website, ourjourneyofhope.com. All one word, all lowercase letters, ourjourneyofhope.com. And you go directly to the website, and it'll introduce you to the program. We have a couple of introductory videos that'll tell you what the program is. It'll answer some questions, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can find a regional site where you can register online free of charge to attend an Our Journey of Hope training. And then you can register and sign up that then you can go and sit inside of that that training environment and then be exposed to the curriculum that we've spoken about and begin to start that process. And once you do that, the, the, the doors will open up to you and you will be allowed to do amazing things. Ourjourneyofhope.com. And also don't forget about our free resource, Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church, which leads you to Our Journey of Hope. That is available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And so let's close with our spiritual nugget for the day. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, says God, uh, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. At the end of the day, only the Lord knows the plans that he has for you. Plans of hope and plans for future. Don't miss out on the plan of God. That's Percy McCray, our host here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Thanks for listening. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.